Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good day today. It's Thursday already, so it's time for another episode in this series on recovery from Grazia Plena. I'm so glad to have you join us today. If this is your first time, welcome to you. Um, if you're coming back, uh, it's good to have you back again. Um, today's session topic is Courage in Recovery. And uh, we'll get started on that in just a minute. Uh, first, though, we always like to open with a little prayer to kind of get us focused. Um, and so we'll have just a brief period of stillness and quiet um, to kind of gather our thoughts, to let other thoughts uh, go away, gather our attention to this, to be present to this discussion, this consideration, and then all the other things that are you know, bothering us that are coming into our mind as distractions, the problems, challenges, the noise. We can just let it take a back seat for now so we can focus on this information and consider it. So we'll, we'll just have a few moments of stillness and quiet to allow that focus to take place in us. And then we'll, we'll uh, have the opening prayer together. Let us pray in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Spirit, we call upon you now to join us in this, this session in a special way as we seek your healing and your wisdom. Encourage us and inspire us with clear thinking, understanding, and truth, and fill us with the deep and satisfying fire of your love. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Um, some of you are watching on the YouTube video and you can see the slides on the screen with the information. If you're a visual person like me, you, you might like that. Um, that. That's found on YouTube. It's the Grazia Plana channel. If you search for Grazia Plana, Dr. Ken, you should be able to find uh, these videos there. All, all of the previous episodes are there. Um, if you're uh, just listening, if you just like the audio, and maybe you prefer to, to just be listening on audio as you're doing other things like driving to work or, or uh, working around the house, then you might enjoy the audio-only version of, of uh, this presentation, which is on podcasts. And the podcast platforms are Anchor and Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, those are places where you can find the podcast. It's called Encounter with Dr. Ken. And all the old uh, episodes are available as well on the, um, on the podcast, on, the, on, the, uh, uh, on these uh, platforms. Um, I record them at the same time. So as long as there's no technical problems, the, uh, the content will be exactly the same, uh, whichever is your preference. We're glad to have you with us. Um, 
previously the topic last episode was activity and passivity and recovery. And so we, we talked about uh, some, some of the basic ingredients for getting active in recovery. And we used the example of uh, Bartimaeus, the blind man that Jesus cured. Um, it's mentioned in the gospel passage, uh, Mark chapter 10, if you want to uh, read the whole thing. Um, but we kind of examined, you know, what was going on with that in terms of being active in recovery. We, uh, we see that Bartimaeus was aware that he was blind. Uh, we see that he didn't want to be blind anymore. And we see that he believed in the power of God uh, to, to bring him healing and recovery. And he called out for Jesus. He screamed out for Jesus. Jesus, have mercy on me. And, um, and that's how he was able to find his healing is, is through these three basic ingredients that apply to us just as well as Bartimaeus. Um, in the session last time, we talked about 10 recovery actions that could be taken uh, to move us along, 10, uh, 10 active uh, recovery uh, mechanisms that could be beneficial for us. Uh, and then we looked at some of the negative consequences that are likely to happen if we're passive in our recovery and we just kind of kick back and we're waiting for something to happen, right? Um, basically, uh, action, taking action and God's grace, the work of God's grace, cooperating with our action are really essential in our recovery. Um, we talk about recovery in this series in a very broad way. We're not just talking about people that are um, having a recovery from addictions, which is kind of the common way that we think of recovery is uh, people recovering from alcohol use or smoking or overeating something. Um, but we're, we're broadening that out. We're broadening it to include recovery from depression, recovery from anxiety, maybe sexual abuse. Maybe we're talking about recovery from physical illness, you know, cancer recovery. We're talking about uh, recovery in a big, big sense, even even just recovery from what it means to be human, you know, the, the weaknesses that are part of being human um, and our, our attempts to, to live a life that's holy, uh, to leave sin behind gradually over time. So it's kind of a recovery in our human condition. So just in a broad sense, uh, we're trying to make this information apply to any of those things. Um, and so you could say, hey, we're all in recovery. I, I've had a priest, uh, a priest told me once, and, and I have a favorite book that I, I like written by a Dominican priest that, that makes this point. You know, everybody's in recovery. We're all in it together, which is kind of comforting. So today we're focusing on courage and recovery. Courage is the ability to do something that raises our anxiety Sometimes because we perceive this, this thing that we're doing, we perceive it to be difficult, painful, or we just aren't, are un, it's unknown. We're not sure what's going to happen. And so courage is, is kind of the ability to push through that when we're anxious about it um, and to do it anyway. And so that certainly applies in our recovery today. We're going to see how. Um, some of us, it's true. We have to admit some of us are more courageous than others, right? Um, but anyone can learn to be courageous. Now we we point to those those guys that are the tech, you know the 
the army rangers or the navy seals and we think oh yeah they're courage and you know i just don't even compare to them but you know comparison is not necessary anybody can learn to be courageous we don't all have to be navy seals or uh, army rangers that's a good thing right um, we can be courageous as we need to be uh, we can learn to do that with god's help uh, here are a few things about courageous people so courageous people have some self-confidence. Um, you know, their their little bit of self-confidence helps them helps them to think, you know, hey, okay, I can do this, or I'm going to try to do it. Um, and so a little self-confidence helps. If we don't have that kind of self-confidence, we can work on developing some. Um, courageous people are are not always too worried about failure. So in fact. One of the things that might allow them to be courageous is they're, they're thinking, well, if I fail, it's okay. I'll pick myself up. Um, I'll get back to it. Um, I'll try again. And so this, this notion uh, not not being so concerned about failure helps them to be courageous, to take courageous action. Um, courageous people, I think, have some tolerance for discomfort. Um, some of us don't have very much tolerance for discomfort, for having to wait, for having to put up with frustrations, but that's also something that we can learn to overcome. Um, so I think courageous people, because they have a tolerance for discomfort, they're willing to give it a try. They're willing to say, okay, I'm going to go ahead anyway, even though it might be hard or painful. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, courageous people have some motivation or passion they have a goal to accomplish, they have a mission. And so this helps them uh, to kind of push through because, because it's important to them, uh, because they're thinking, okay, I've got to do this. Uh, this is really critical. And so they have courage to, to push through and though their anxiety goes up. Why do we need courage in recovery? Here's a few, here's a few thoughts for you to consider. <clears throat> recovery work is difficult. That's why they call it work. Recovery work is difficult. If change was easy, everybody would be doing it all the time. All of us would be perfect people. We'd be wonderful. Uh, life would be good. Recovery work is difficult and change is difficult. And, uh, and that's one of the reasons that people get tripped up is because they want it to be easy. They want it to be quick. They want it to be painless, and often uh, becoming a better person is, is not always so easy. A few other thoughts. Recovery takes patience. It takes time. The road is long. Recovery road is long. Uh, now, Bartimaeus got, got healed on the spot from his blindness, right? Uh, and so that was quick, and that could happen. Um, but for many of us, the recovery road is long, and and maybe even for Bartimaeus, you know, he he went he went back to his home uh, as a person that could see, and maybe some things in his life had to get straightened out so he could live a new life as a as a person that could see instead of a person that was blind. Maybe he was going to decide to get a job or do some work because he could see now. Um, so there, even for Bartimaeus, there may have been continued recovery even though Jesus healed him on the spot. Um, we need courage in recovery because we're likely to fall down. Uh, we're likely to trip up and, and 
have some slips, relapses, things might happen. Uh, maybe we break away from some sin in our life for a while, but then we get dragged back into it. Somehow uh, we get tempted. Uh, there's, a, there's a part of our breaking free from an attachment that, that pulls us back to it, that says, oh, I, I, won't, I need to go back to where things were. Um, and so because we fall down, uh, and, it, and that's part of the process, uh, we need to have a sense of persistence and that takes courage. You know, it takes courage to get back up. It takes courage to to pick that cross back up, like Jesus did, uh, and to and to press on. There are many unknowns in recovery, and most of us don't like unknowns. We like to know exactly what's going to happen. Just tell me what's going to happen. Lay it all out. Uh, show me the roadmap. Um, but that doesn't always happen in recovery. We don't know how it's going to go, how it's going to unfold, even how long it's going to take, what we're going to discover along the way. So there's many unknowns in recovery, and that shakes up a lot of us. That creates fear in us. And so in order to press through the, the issue of unknown, being, you know, this unknown part of recovery, we need some courage uh, to, to say, I'm going to go ahead Anyway, even though I don't exactly know how this is going to happen, that takes courage. Um, recovery requires some self-examination. Here's another one. Uh, it's almost impossible to go through recovery without examining yourself. It's just part of the process. Most of us don't like to look at ourselves. We don't like to see those things that are kind of dark in the shadows. We don't we don't like to see those unpleasant things, our defects, you know, our dishonesty, our 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 weaknesses. We just just don't want to face them. Uh, but it's it, it's required really in recovery to examine ourselves, look at these things to, in order to make progress. So it requires some openness. It requires us putting our defenses down a bit so that we can self-examine, self-examination requires courage and that's part of the recovery process <clears throat> here's another one a recovery requires doing some things differently that means we've got to change some things up new routines um, we're trying new things in recovery um, many of us would rather have a routine uh, it's kind of like that that uh, tendency for us to want to know what's going to happen a lot of us want to know our routine and stick to it we like we like the day that everything goes as expected, um, and we just go through the motions. We're used to that, and, and so recovery requires doing something different, changing things up. And so in, in order to be able to, to try new things, we need courage. It takes courage to try new things, to experiment, to have a change up in uh, what we're doing in life. Here's another one. Recur recovery requires uh, the help of other people. Um, even Jesus, when he was falling down with his cross, you know, Simon, the Cyrenian, got dragged in to help him with his cross. Reco recovery always requires the help of others. Uh, a lot of us, you know, we have this rugged individualism. We just rather do it on our own. You know, do it yourself is the American way. Um, it's pride, you know, it's pride in our ego. We just don't want to get help from others or ask help from others or receive help from others. And so... Um, you know, it, it kind of teaches us, requires us to have some humility 
in order to ask for help and, and to get support from others in our recovery. And so um, because that's difficult for us, uh, it's another example of, of how it takes courage uh, to be in recovery and to allow others to help us. Now, here's another one. Re recovery requires uh, the sharing of ourselves with others, uh, letting people know about what's going on with us, our emotions, our thoughts, our, our past behaviors, and that some of them were not pretty, um, our character defects. And so sharing these things, talk about these, talking about these things in the process of recovery requires us to be vulnerable, to take some risks. Uh, many of us would rather not do that. Uh, again, it's an issue of pride uh, and, and requires humility. And so that's why we say that, uh, uh, that recovery requires courage, is this sharing of ourselves, the, the courage to share ourselves with others and to let them know who we are and, and to also find out ourselves uh, who we are. Uh, so those are some, some of the aspects there uh, of, of why we need courage and recovery. So why engage in recovery then if it's so difficult and painful and requires all this courage? It doesn't sound very appealing to get into recovery, right? It, maybe we just would rather just be in our sin. Maybe we should rather be uh, in our faults and our problems and just stay with those and and uh, not break away from them. Uh, you know, maybe we would just rather not have all this pain and, these, and, and uh, this work that's part of recovery. Well, I want to say to you that, that you might consider engaging in recovery because you are worth it. Um, each person has a sense of dignity and worth and value, and you deserve to be in recovery. You're worth being in recovery. Um, you're worth doing the hard work. You're, you're worth overcoming these difficulties, these things that stir up fear uh, and anxiety as part of recovery. You're worth overcoming those. That's, that's why you might consider engaging in recovery and in in, in joining in this process. Um, also, uh, why engage in recovery? Because God draws us in. God is always drawing us to himself. Um, even if we try to step away from him, turn our back on him, even if we'd rather not deal with him, um, he has a way of calling us back little, little by little, sometimes very with a, a small voice, gentle voice. Sometimes he draws us back in and we feel it. You know, we, we sense God is calling us, knocking on our door. Um, and this is why we might engage in recovery, because God wants us to, to make these changes. He wants us to be transformed in, into a person like his son. Uh, he wants us to do the hard work to be all that we can be. And that's that's the next one is, you know, like the army. I think it was the army slogan, right? Be all you can be. Well, that's, that's kind of what we're called to be as Christians, to be the best version of ourselves. I think it was Matthew Kelly, you know, the guy that writes so many books and gives great talks. I think he was the one, if I recall correctly, that was talking about, you know, being the best version of ourselves. Matthew Kelly, thank you for that. Um, this is this is really true that uh, that Jesus is calling us to be that best version of ourselves, to overcome these these defects, these faults, uh, to enter into a healing process, a transformation process. In a, in a deep way, not just on the surface, but really deeply transformed. Um, why engage in recovery? 
because through our suffering and our our uh, struggles in recovery and and having the courage to go through it, we gain compassion for others because we've because we've carried our crosses and we've faced our rocky road. We gain compassion for other people that might need re uh, recovery, that might need help, uh, who are suffering. We gain compassion for them because of the suffering that we have experienced. Why engage in recovery? Because recovery leads us to an increased freedom. Uh, why should we be strapped down with these attachments, with these addictions, these afflictions? Uh, why not be free of them? Uh, and, and then we will be free to love God, to love others, to love ourselves in a much better way, a much deeper way, a much real productive way. Uh, this is why we engage in recovery. I hope you've enjoyed a few these few thoughts today about courage and recovery. Um, we just give a little presentation each week for you to kind of think about and, and consider uh, and discuss. Uh, uh, we have a, a list of resources on our website, graziaplanacounseling.org. If you go there and you look uh, in the menu, you can find uh, a list of resources. We have some COVID resources. We've got some resources for uh, people that are working on uh, recovery from chastity kinds of issues. Uh, we have some, some groups and some other information on our list of resources that you might find helpful. Um, and then we always close with our prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. His, uh, his feast day is coming up soon. And so let us pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, Cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who roam throughout the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Next episode, we're going to take on the topic of, of why daily silence, prayer, and meditation are important for our recovery. Uh, silence is where we hear God speak to us. Um, silence is really difficult in this world that we live in. Um, so we're going to look at uh, the power of silence and, and the importance of prayer and meditation, these things, in our recovery process. We'll focus on that next time. Uh, we welcome you sharing these videos, these podcasts with your friends. Anybody that you think might benefit from them, please feel free to do that. Uh, you can subscribe to these things so that they just pop up whenever they get posted. Try to post them on Thursday or Friday. Uh, Saturday at the latest so that you can have them on the weekend. Um, last but not least, um, uh, Gracia Plena is a nonprofit charity. If you would like to contribute uh, to our work, we help people through counseling and spiritual direction uh, to improve their, their mental and spiritual health. Uh, we uh, accept everybody that wants to come and, and we ask people just to pay what they can afford. If you'd like to support our work, we certainly welcome that. Um, we only survive on donations. We, we receive some money from our fees, but in no way does that cover our expenses. And so um, Grazia Plena only lives uh, and continues because of donations from people like, like you. If you'd like to send us 5 or $10, we're overjoyed for that. 
you can go to our website, graziaplanacounseling.org. There's a banner at the top. I think it says uh, donate uh, in the, the blue uh, area. And then um, that will take you to the page where you can put your credit card in. So um, thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys are all staying safe and healthy uh, in the midst of the COVID. Uh, I hope things are starting to get back to normal a little bit for you, you know, as things are opening up. Uh, I, I hope you'll um, uh, have a lifted spirits and hope because things are starting to get better with COVID. Um, I hope that you'll be able to avoid the um, all, all of the the noise of the uh, political campaigns that's really ramping up so high and all the concerns about violence in our country, uh, racism, all these things. I hope you're able to cope with those. So stay healthy mentally, spiritually, physically. Uh, stay well. We'll catch up with you next time. God bless you.